Great soloists, inspiring musicians, magical conductors, simply sublime music. Welcome to the Sound of the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. Coming up on the Sound of the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra podcast, taking a look at the orchestra's new season with James Williams, Managing Director of the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. The great thing about the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra is the sheer diversity of the repertoire that it plays. The finest music, the finest musicians. Welcome to the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra.
with its energetic melody. That was Tchaikovsky's Polonaise from Eugene Onyegin. Coming next, James Williams, the managing director of the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, discusses what audiences can look forward to throughout the 2017-18 season. I want to start by asking if you can pick out a few highlights of the 2017-18 season. The great thing about the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra is the sheer diversity of the repertoire that it plays. In 2017-18 season, we've got a huge range of uh, uh, classical music and popular music the orchestra will be playing in London. In our residency home in Cadogan Hall, uh, we've got the orchestra's principal associate conductor, Alexander Shelley, uh, performing a, a whole series uh, entitled Myths and Legends that takes popular music such as Mussorgsky's pictures as an exhibition and brings them to life in this really beautiful, intimate venue. We've got a featured artist with uh, the Korean-born uh, violinist, Esther Yu, uh, across the seasons. And we've got a focus on some more uh, unusual repertoire. Uh, we've, we've got a focus on the music of Romania, uh, and also a chance to hear music by uh, one of England's forgotten composers, uh, John Ireland. The orchestra is performing a large amount of uh, uh, symphonic repertoire at the Royal Festival Hall, our second home, uh, and that will include uh, Rachmaninoff's uh, Symphonic Dances. We've got Mahler's Titanic Symphony, uh, number one, which involves over 100 musicians. And we're featuring a range of uh, top-class soloists such as Pinker Zuckerman and indeed uh, uh, cellist Stephen Isselis. Following Alexander Shelley, the RPO's principal associate conductor's successful uh, symphonic soundscapes, the music of Prokofiev series last season at Cadogan Hall, you have now launched a new series entitled Myths and Fairy Tales. Can you tell us what this is about? So this series was uh, cooked up between uh, myself and, and Alexander, and we really wanted to uh, show and share with audiences uh, the ability that music has to create stories and create images in our minds. Uh, many of us will have grown up uh, with, with fairy tales as children, and music has an incredible ability to translate that uh, into a, a really immersive experience. So we're focusing on, on, on music, such as uh, uh, Mussorgsky's pictures at an exhibition. We've got Rimsky-Korsakov's uh, incredible tale, Scheherazade, uh, that takes on uh, the Arabian Nights uh, uh, theme. And we're, we're doing a concert performance of uh, music from uh, Edvard Grieg, the Norwegian composer's uh, a beautiful uh, uh, suite uh, of, of Pier Gint, where we're working with a number of young singers from the Royal College of Music. Accompanying this Myths and Fairy Tales series is an app called On Cue by Octava, which aims to provide an enhanced listening experience by delivering real-time programme notes to the audience's mobile or tablet devices. Do you think this type of digital technology is a good way of engaging newer audiences? I'm personally a huge fan of, uh, of digital technology, and the response we've got to on cue by Octava from audiences who tried it uh, last season uh, with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra has been really exceptional. And I think uh, we all know that uh, everyone's enjoyment of art, whether it be uh, in an art gallery or whether it be in a concert hall, can be uh, enhanced uh, when you have more information to your hand to, to lead you through uh, sometimes quite complex uh, art. And we've certainly found from the feedback we've received from audience members who have used uh, on cue by Octava um, that, that, that it really has helped to enhance and also deepen their experience of the musical performance.
What strikes me when looking at the whole season is the variety of concerts on offer. I just wanted to know, what are some of the challenges you face when creating a concert season like this? Programming a concert series is is rather like doing a jigsaw in the dark, really. Um, there are so many different parameters that you need to consider. Of course, uh, this isn't just a, a desert island discs uh, a, approach for all the pieces I like being put in a concert season. Uh, we have to negotiate and, and uh, liaise with and, and, and work in partnership with artists that we work with, conductors and soloists. Uh, we do uh, work with the orchestra players themselves, who of course have to perform the music and uh, and we, we work and consult uh, with them. But also we need to think very carefully about delivering a season that is going to be uh, really fresh and engaging for our audiences. And always, uh, when it comes down to uh, uh, good programming, uh, the audience is the very, very first thing that we have in our minds. Last season, the RPO celebrated its 70th anniversary. Looking to the future, what are some highlights audiences can look forward to? I think there is an increasing demand for orchestral music uh, around around the world, and I think audiences can look forward to a greater uh, level and deeper engagement uh, within the concert hall experience, uh, whether that be how we introduce and produce concerts, or indeed how we might use technology such as virtual reality or indeed streaming to reach a much wider audience. I think also that there is a, a, a fantastic younger generation uh, of uh, musicians coming through the education systems from all around the world. And certainly uh, the young musicians that I work with and, and, and hear and, and go to concerts with uh, uh, are, are really uh, going to provide the next generation that I think will be some of the finest musicians the world has ever seen. Following the success of John Rutter's 70th birthday concert in 2015, the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra collaborate with John Rutter once again at the awe-inspiring St Paul's Cathedral. This concert will feature some of the most mesmerising pieces of music ever written, including Vaughan Williams' Tranquil Fantasia on a Theme by Thomas Tallis, a special premiere written by John Rutter himself, and Foray's Magnificent Requiem. Join the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra and John Rutter for this special concert at St Paul's Cathedral on the 26th of October 2017.
And that was the second movement from Beethoven's fourth piano concerto, performed by Mario Galliani. You can catch this piece in the opening concert of the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra's 2018 Royal Festival Hall season on Tuesday the 6th of February, along with lists from the cradle to the grave and Mahler's heroic first symphony, conducted by Ilan Volkov. From September 2017 through to June 2018, the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra brings you a feat of electric orchestral repertoire that showcases some of the young and dynamic talent that the world has to offer. Featuring renowned international soloists such as the pianists Alexandra Danescu and Dmitry Maslif, as well as the cellist Leonard Elsenrak and violinist Esther Yu, this is a season not to be missed. Next, we hear a little number called I Say a Little Prayer, originally written by Bert Bacharach and Hal David for Dionne Warwick. It peaked at number four on the US Billboard Hot 100 Pop Singles Chart in December 1967.
fabulous piece was taken from the album What the World Needs Now, the music of Bert Bacharach. You can buy this recording along with many other albums, both in physical and high-quality digital formats, on the RPO store. For more information, please visit www.rpo.co.uk. Don't miss your chance to join the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra as they pay tribute to some of the finest musicals ever written in Let's Face the Music, a tribute to the greatest musicals. This spectacular evening will include the drama, romance, glamour and heart-pounding action from some of the greatest musicals, all performed in the glamorous surroundings of the Royal Albert Hall. To experience all the glitz and razzmatazz on the 20th of November 2017, book tickets now.
That was Edward Elgar's Nimrod from his Enigma Variations. Composed in 1899, Elgar used each variation as a musical sketch of one of his close acquaintances. In his Nimrod, Elgar portrays one of his dearest friends, and this piece of music has subsequently become one of his most recognisable melodies. You can watch the full Enigma Variations at London's Cadogan Hall on the 1st of November 2017 and on the 26th of April 2018 at the Southbank Centre's Royal Festival Hall. Thank you for listening to the sound of the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. Tune in to our next episode where we will step backstage and meet players of the orchestra. We have a very varied schedule where we go all over the country and, and the world and we have many different programmes that we perform and we do a lot of concerts. If you'd like more information about the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, please visit rpo.co.uk.